Welcome to Women's Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all groups of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Women Thrive podcast. I am your host, Abigail Rebecca. I am so, so excited to introduce you to our guest today. I'm always excited to introduce you to our guest, but especially today, we have just literally come off a a, a two-hour live broadcast to our Women Thrive community, and we are coming on again to discuss what I believe is such a great topic for us as female CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, businesswomen, boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. So important for us to put those boundaries in place. So I want you to ask your, a question today to yourself. Do I have boundaries? Do I need to work on my boundaries? And how can I really implement effective boundaries that enable me to be able to preserve my own energy and enable me to go forward and create my big vision in this world. So talking about this today, we have our amazing guest. She's one of our speakers. Her name is Christiana Jeannie. She empowers corporate women to claim their power, set boundaries, and create space for pleasure and success without guilt and overthinking. She specializes in supporting women to understand their automatic behaviors and shift their mindset in a way that they become unstoppable towards their personal and professional goals. Christiana, it's so lovely to have you here today on our podcast. It's such a pleasure to be here. You know, I enjoy the energy and the vibe (laughs) you have. (laughs) I love it. And also being part of the, the Women Thrive Summit, you know, it's such an amazing experience. And the connection with all you ladies, I see this passion of being so empowered to help other women, you know, find their way. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> I'm in my space. You know? <laughs> Likewise, I love your energy and your vibe. And I think that this is what's so amazing about the communities that we create here at Women Thrive. We're all like-minded. We're all completely individual and powerful leaders, but our shared experiences and also our shared values really bring us together. And, uh, you know, we're, we're so excited to have you in our community and to have you also speak on our summit in March. I did a very quick introduction there. Would you be able to share with us a little bit more about your work and your vision and your mission in this world? Yes, sure. So I, w- I would like to to share with you how I started. Basically, in 2008, I got married the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I started thinking, you know, when I have children, I don't want to pass on to them all these wounds and, the, you know, the programming that was not helping me be happy. So I started studying and I became a child coach. At that time, I had another business. I had a computer science school. So I just did it for me because I didn't want to pass on the wounds to my children. 
some years after I was keep studying and learning and learning about kids' drawings and dreams and parenting and stuff like that. So I was getting into our mind and how the human mind works more and more. And in the end, I was going to teach computers and I was like, you don't seem very well. What's wrong? What's wrong? And they would start telling me about their lives. And I was, you know, trying to coach them. And I realized that that was not the place I wanted to be. Also, at the same time, I realized that my second marriage at that time was not the place to be. <laughs> so as you understand, I was in a very transitional state in my life. So through that experience, shifting from one business to coaching and shifting from being married and happily married, as it seemed outside, to a single mom with two very young babies, like seven months and two years old. It was very scary because I had a calling to either listen to myself, what I really wanted, or just shut it down, you know, and silence everything. So the first thing I did was this. I silenced everything until I had a breakdown. And I think it was the scariest thing I ever experienced in my life when my body stopped collaborating with my mind. It was like... I, I had a burnout. It was like a breakdown, basically. And since then, I started seeing life very differently. I was like, what am I doing? You know, I have to create me again because it seemed like the way that I was was not functioning properly. You know, something was wrong. I was not happy. I had everything. I had the family. I had the job. I had everything. Nothing was missing. So I was very miserable. So I, I started creating the space I started shutting down everybody outside of me like I could not listen to anybody anymore so I started listening to my voice and my mind and everything was telling me just change you know change leave leave the way the marriage leave the job change everything and of course everybody around me was telling me not to <laughs> Because you see, nobody would take that responsibility. And this is what we have to understand. The reason that I'm so passionate about boundaries is that we have to take the responsibility of our life. And in order to do that, we have to create the space. So in time and believing that I, will, I want to show my girls something healthier as a prototype for a woman. I don't want to show them what a woman is like it was all these years. They cover other people's needs, adjusting to everybody, you know, just being pretty and uh, sad inside. I don't want them to have this as a prototype. So I committed to creating a new prototype for them. And in this process, I'm doing it for every other woman that wants to shift from that prototype to the new one. I love that, that that's your part of your vision, right? To show your children that there's a different way. I really love your story. I, when, when I was listening to your story just then, I wrote down your purpose found you. I think that your story holds a beautiful example of that sometimes we can go and do different things, but actually the, 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 what we're here to do, the purposeful work, 
eventually will find us and it's about really accepting that and also about really listening to yourself and your wisdom we're so new to this aren't we as women you know if you think about only 20 30 40 years ago yes no we did not have the freedom that we have now and we're by no means there but sort of learning how to, like you say, put in these boundaries, learn to listen, to trust our guidance, to really take responsibility for ourselves and our own actions and our own self-leadership. We're so new to this. Why do you feel that sometimes as women, it can be difficult for us to set these boundaries? Why, yeah. why do you feel that in your experience within your business? Mm. I love this question because I, I think about it with my children. I see my mom and me as moms. Like my mom was, you know, she was thoughtful of what other people would think about us as children, about them as parents, because you, we live in a small community as well. So it was stronger. So I see me now as a mother and I am very I'm chill, like ready for my kids say, like, okay, you know, whatever happens, it's fine. You're experiencing world, you're experiencing life. So sometimes we'll go somewhere and, you know, their hair will be a little bit of a mess and stuff like that. And I'm always like, you know, fix their hair. And I'm like, I don't care, mom. She's fine. She's fine. And I'm seeing the space that I am creating for them. So the reason that we are not setting the boundaries is because we haven't given, we haven't been given the tools to do it. Like for me, it, it, it was more difficult to set the boundaries because my mom had difficulty setting the boundaries. So I never saw it happening. But my kids that see me setting the boundaries no matter what, and they see also, they see the other people, how they respond. And they see that the response is not pleasant sometimes. And they see me being contained. Sometimes they see me being sad. Sometimes they see me being angry or being helpless. But they also see me staying fixed to the boundaries that I say. And that's very important. So the reason that we, that our generations had difficulty setting the boundaries is because we don't have the tools to do it we have never seen it you know so we have to create it and it's very difficult because you have very strong emotions that we are very demonized like they were when we were young they were telling us um things to feel guilty and adjust to them right many times they were telling you to do things just because you felt guilty that somebody else was going to be hurt so guilt is very strong on our generations, and especially here in Cyprus, like I tell them it's the worst tool mothers had in the older days <laughs> because guilt is, uh, is immobilizing you. So we feel guilt. Also, we feel fear. They are the two main emotions that are keeping us stuck. So if you don't have somebody to tell you, you know what? You're allowed. You are allowed to do this. You know, many times in my, in my office, I find it so amazing that women just want somebody to tell them that, you know, it's fine. You're allowed to do it. Claim it. And then they go and do it. It's like they were expecting somebody to give them the permission that they can do it because they have never seen it in front of them. Yeah, sometimes we 
sometimes we need to have that permission, access to that permission from someone else before we can give ourselves permission to do it. I've never thought about it that way, actually. And I, I just love the angle that you've taken with that. Of course, there's the guilt, there's the fear that we carry as women, but the fact that really the role models out there just didn't exist because it was a different generation. And if I look back to my childhood and potential role models that I might have had in my life that were setting boundaries, they were kind of like set up as, you know, difficult women. Oh, she's someone difficult to work with, you know, like really degrading words that are used about women and now we have the opportunity to do that and to really stand in our power and also set the example for for next generations right so it's about changing the narrative about that as well that I see that this is something that's empowering it means that we love ourselves and we're not labeled as someone that's difficult to deal with or someone that has issues or anything like that is a positive thing right yeah, sometimes they tell me because I work a lot with uh, women in leadership and entrepreneurs. So, you know, they have a lot of communication with other people and they say, I, you know, I cannot be solid with my boundaries. And I say, why? Because they will say that I'm a B, you know, the word. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, eh, yes, that's a good thing. You know, when they say that, you always say, yes, I am, you know. <laughs> Own it. <laughs> it's like, that's a good thing because. It's, it means that you're taking them out of the comfort zone, which is fine. I mean, this is what we need to do, what women need to do today. We have to change, change the prototype, the role model or that we're giving the next generations as well. We, have, we, we are called to do it. This is how we're calling our, the women of our generation. So there's another thing that I was thinking now that you were talking about setting the boundaries in, a, in an aggressive way. And you know what's great about setting boundaries? It's that you don't need to be aggressive. You just have to be very stable in what you're saying. Like to, to just insist on it. You don't have to be aggressive because we learned if, if, if we see men that were setting boundaries uh, in contrast to women, most of them, they were aggressive because anger is allowed for men. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the emotion that they're allowed to have. And so we, th we think that setting boundaries means fight and it's not real. Setting boundaries means just being very, very solid and stay, stay put. Just what you say, just keep it. And the more that you persist on it, the stronger and the clearer the boundary. So it's about managing the emotions through that process, about staying put and insist on your boundaries until the boundary is set. It's not about aggression, because aggression doesn't work. You are aggressive and then you don't keep the boundary, it's gone. So it doesn't matter if you like throw rocks. <laughs> it's, like, it's not going to get here anyway. Yeah. And I, you know, I do believe that with some women, that's one of the reasons that they don't set the boundaries because they they don't want to be aggressive. They don't want to react that way. But like you say, you know, if we talk about role models and, and particularly men and very often the way that men have done it in the past, um, it's it doesn't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. 
you you spoke earlier about we don't necessarily have the tools to be able to set the boundaries would you be able to share a little bit with us about that like how like what is the process and I know that this is what you teach what is the process behind that how do we start to create these boundaries in our lives and our business as well actually yes sometimes it seems that boundaries is just a thing that you have to do but the truth is boundaries is not such a simple thing to do why you create your and let's say the character uh, during your childhood. So you have a role in your childhood that if this role doesn't allow you to set the boundaries, then when you grow up, it's difficult. Like, for example, if you're the good child, the polite one and everything, it's, you know, very, very nice and good on you. (laughs) Then setting boundaries means that you are shifting everything that you are in order to set the boundaries. So what we do is we start first to understand what you are, what you are, who you are, who you think you are. So we start working on the self-image. It's very important for women to, to understand this, that we need to work on the self-image. Our self-image, most of the women on earth, we have a very wounded self-image. So we need to understand that it starts from there. Who am I? And why, why I am allowed to set the boundaries. And why do you understand that, you know, whatever you think you are is because somebody else told you that you are that and then you believed it and you're just reinforcing it. You understand that, oh, can change that? That's it. one of the greatest, the greatest aha moments I think a person has, that you understand that whatever you have been, you have been because you believed that you were. So the tools, First of all, you have to understand what's in your programming, how you see yourself, and then start shifting that uh, set of beliefs to the woman that you're allowed to set the boundary. And also another thing that I would say, it's, it's a tool. It's self-compassion. Of understanding that whatever you have gone through and the boundaries you never set, it's okay. I mean, it's fine because you didn't know otherwise. This is how you were programmed and you didn't have any other way to do it up until today. So today you take responsibility and you have compassion for not being able to set the boundaries, even today. Because when you set boundaries, every time is different. <laughs> it's not all the times the same, right? Sometimes it's, it's very hard for people to set the boundaries because you hurt other people. You feel responsible for them because you don't accept yet that it's their responsibility what they feel but for you to set the boundaries sometimes it's a hard process because you experience emotions that we were not allowed to have in childhood so we're pushing them away i don't want to feel guilt i don't want to feel fear I just want to feel loved you know and i want everybody to accept me so never mind the boundaries <laughs> my the more you 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 understand that you know i have to rebuild me it's been done wrong, you know, and I have to rebuild me. And I do it from deep love. So in my case, now, today, I set boundaries because I love me, you know, because I feel like, you know, I deserve it. What I had before was not fair for me. So I deserve to create the space to become what I want. 
And uh, the clearest tool, the simplest tool, I would say, is just start setting them from the smallest, smallest boundary, the smallest no you can say. And uh, there's a tip that I can share. People, people pleasers and women, we, you know, we have this position a lot because we're taught very well how to do it. So what, what happens with people pleasers, they are very fast to say yes. So we have this tool in saying, don't reply immediately. Just when somebody asks you to do something for them or to go somewhere and you are not sure, just say, let me get back to you in five minutes, in 10 minutes, in the afternoon. And give the space to yourself to listen if you really want to do it. And if you don't want to do it, if you don't want to express it with words, you can say, the, say it by text. Because people that are fearful in setting boundaries, they are very, they don't feel ease to express it with words. So you can write it. Write it in a text. You know, today I cannot do that. Or I don't have the time to do it. So you don't. You are not forced to experience the feeling yet, but you do start setting the boundary. And it's very interesting that when you start communicating in that way, people, you know, they will also take the time to process and they will communicate sometimes after they are, uh, you know, disappointed with you or angry with you, they will reply back that it's fine. And you will see that it's, oh, I set the boundary just like that. And it gives you courage, you know, to keep going. Yeah. I will sleep on it is one of my favorite sayings. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love saying it because it gives me the space. Yeah. It means that I don't need to jump in and make a decision and say yes to something or say no to something that I might instantly regret or maybe regret like later on in the day when I'm feeling different like I've really learned not to make decisions based on my emotions yeah. just to let it like dissipate and then I can make an informed decision from a place of very little emotional response to it yes that strategy that you've just shared with us is invaluable invaluable for us as women leaders to really, you know, look at your self-image, to have that self-compassion. Compassionate self-forgiveness is like, for me personally, is like has been the game changer for me standing in my leadership and really honoring uh, to set those boundaries. I set those boundaries because I love me. Yes, exactly. And you know, when you feel bad for somebody else, like all the time I ask them, you know, yeah, I know you feel bad for them, but how about you? I mean, you're betraying you. I mean, you have to love you a little bit more. It's not fair on you to do that. And it's difficult at the beginning to accept it, but the more that you accept it and you understand that, yes, I am a priority because I'm in this world to learn about me. You know, I have this saying, I feel that everything in our life, Everybody and everything that happens is just here to help us learn who we really are. And that's it. So it's the process of finding out what are you, what are you here to do? And with all that noise, it's impossible to do it. You need to create the space, the boundaries to create the space. And in order to evolve, it's like a flower, you know, you have to create that 
space and the, the environment to, to let it bloom. I could talk to you forever about this. It's such an interesting subject. And so, you know, as I said before, so important for us as female leaders to, well, as all leaders really, to set the boundaries. You know, this is for humanity. But I think with as women, as you've already alluded to, we can do things in a different way, aligned to our natural inclinations and energy. We've also set boundaries around this interview. But I just wanted to say before we go and, and really ask you, like, what are you most looking forward to about speaking on the Women Thrive stage in March? Oh, my God. I mean, it's just being part of it. You know, I even now I feel excited about the day that we will all go on stage and talk about what we are passionate about. You know, it's that feeling of being a part of this whole thing that you have created. It's amazing. And seeing all the ladies and I, you know, we meet each other now in the showcases and in the lives. And I love this common passion about helping women to to evolve and create the new prototype and i'm looking forward to every single speak i mean the ladies will have and of course mine <laughs> yes 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 so you know this is just a taster of what christiana is going to be speaking about on our stage in march so be sure to follow her to connect in with her to watch her talk listen to her talk of course, you know, if you're watching this in the future, you might want to go back in time a little bit and, and, and watch it and it'll be available on the replay. Where can people find out more about you? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, Instagram and LinkedIn are in English now because yeah. Facebook is all in Greek. And I would love to welcome uh, everybody in my family on the social christiana and Jeannie everywhere they will find me and of course on my website christianagini.com fantastic yes i follow you on socials and i noticed that you'd switched over to english but saying that it's so it's so lovely as well i think that you are you know you're teaching in your language the greek language it's just so beautiful so that's great to see as well and we obviously we encourage that the links are below for you to be able to connect in with Christiana. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing you. wisdom with us today. Thank, thank you for you. being an example with your boundaries and uh, just for showing up in your beautiful energy and essence. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I truly enjoyed it. <laughs> and thank you so much, everyone, for watching. We would love to know about boundaries, your boundaries. Are you setting them? <laughs> what are you going to do differently now? How are you going to set those boundaries? How are you going to be more compassionate with yourself? How are you going to be able to change the opinion of yourself to, you know, perhaps step into that leadership role, that self-leadership role? I am a person who sets boundaries for myself. We'd love to know. Please reach out to us here at Women Thrive. And of course, reach out to Christiana. She will be so happy to hear from you. Thank you again for watching and listening to this episode and we will see you very soon.
Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.